Celebrating Victoria's country racing. I can feel this day. I can see this day. It's got it all. On RSN 927. Yes, we love our country racing here at RSN. You're with Andrew Cues. We love our picnic racing. And each year we have a number of special guests along post a picnic racing season to have a look at the season past, have a bit of a chat. And joining us, first of all, along in our RSN studios, the man who looks after picnic racing at CRV and Gary Buckley. How are you, Gary? Very well, thank you, Andrew. In a moment, uh, David Purcell will join us uh, from Healesville. Our good friend Terry Mulcahy from Balnarring will also have a number of very special guests on the phone as well. But first up to you, Gary. Um, How do you think the past picnic racing season went? Uh, Like most sports, it was affected early in the season with with, uh, COVID. We lost our first five race meetings there early in the season and then it slowly built up. Horse numbers uh, were fairly strong during the year and towards the end of it, we had some very, very good results with the general public attending our meetings. Well, uh, shortly our special guest, I'm sure, will have a question or two for you given you are the CRV picnic man. A club that uh, is one of the busiest each year, but of course they did lose a few meetings. I'm talking about Healesville, all that ongoing damage due to those storms uh, late last year. And joining us, the president of the Healesville Race Club in our studios today is uh, David Purcell. Uh, David, how are you? Great to see you. Yes, thank you, Andrew, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. So not so a pleasure, though, the start to your picnic season. It was quite amazing to chat to John O'Neill and people from your your club. We knew there was a big storm, but the ongoing damage and those trees that came down and the repercussions, the insurance and all that, just in a nutshell, um, I know it's a few months ago now, something you want to forget, but gee, it was something that you'd never seen before at the club. Yes, it did uh, make for an incredible start to the season. As Gary mentioned, COVID affected our first meeting and, uh, and then of course to to get the storm damage when we lost in total 11 trees and the only consolation out of that is uh, the fact that the boys doing the clean up and the leaves during this autumn have had a bit of a relief because it's certainly been a, an easier task given that the lesser number of trees dropping leaves but uh, the, the guys on the committee and, and as you mentioned John O'Neill, Chris Young they, they're the trade guys that are on our committee they did a magnificent job to get the conditions back to almost perfect given that we'd lost the trees and some of the buildings and that enabled us to race in that meeting just prior to Christmas um, which was a, an incredibly successful meeting and and back to one of our best meetings so you got an extra meeting but you still of <clears throat> course had the the delayed start as we speak now well into 2022 uh, John O'Neill mentioned a few weeks ago chatting that you're still having a few ongoing issues with insurance. Um, I'm not sure how trades can go with you know getting products these days. There's lots of supply chain issues. How how are you now? I mean, you're many months away from a new season, but how are you travelling? Yeah, well, we've we've resolved all our issues um, in regards to the insurance claim, and uh, we're now progressing to uh, just planning exactly what we're going to replace and when that will commence. And I know we're heavily into that planning stage at the moment and uh, we're we're everything's you know being planned to make sure we're up and ready for the 29th of October which is our first race meeting on uh, which coincides with Derby Day in uh, in Melbourne and and the long weekend 
And also joining us from the Belnarring Picnic Race Club in the RSN studios is uh, Terry Mulcahy. How are you, Terry? Very well, thanks, Andrew, and good to see you. How would you describe the Belnarring season? Nowhere near as dramatic as Healesville, but how are things for you down the peninsula? We had one of our best seasons ever. It was uh, uh, the uh, crowd-wise was fantastic. Weather-wise, we had terrific days. Only one day was was a bit... uh, hot and humid but the rest of them were excellent days and uh, we thoroughly enjoyed a great season terrific in a moment the first of our special guests will join us but uh, a chance for yourself david purcell and terry mulcahy to have a bit of a chat to gary buckley about some of your thoughts on picnic racing in general gary how did you think the season panned out overall well <laughs> Overall, I would say that the horse numbers held up. We uh, we uh, and the crowd early in the season was uh, slow coming back, but uh, Buckin probably had their arguably one of their best meetings, uh, and then we also had um, Detarang that had a, an amazing meeting up there, and then we had. Uh, Tambo Valley, which has got a population, uh, Swiss Creek's got a population of about 250, and they had, they definitely had their best meeting ever. So I would say that, you know, people towards the end of a season were uh, waiting to get out and go to the, go, one of the things, go to the races, and they enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, well, I can agree with you at Buchan. I attended Buchan myself and uh, had a most enjoyable day and certainly was a big crowd and uh, everybody seemed to really enjoy it and it was a great day's racing too, which uh, makes the the day even more enjoyable. We noticed uh, the same at at Belnaring, the... The first meeting of the year, people were a little bit reluctant to to uh, to come to the races, but uh, they soon got over that. And our second meeting in December was was a bumper meeting, probably one of the biggest December meetings that we've ever had. And the crowds just kept on coming uh, right through the year, uh, culminating with our uh, Easter Saturday meeting, which we had a huge crowd. Weather-wise, it was the most perfect day. Um, everybody had a super time. Interesting, though, about the crowds. No doubt many race clubs, when I do interviews with most clubs, a lot of them still said there's still cautiousness out there and who would blame them still with the COVID issue. Um, and we know it's the AFL, of course, and other major sports talking about people's mindset. So, Gary Buckley, how do you think in general the crowds are past, Mark? Because, as I said, there were days going back years ago when Terry would shut the gate at Belnaring, but... I guess you're happy with the crowds you got, or can they be bigger? Is it is there still some hesitancy out there? Oh, there's still some. There is hesitancy, but still, the growth has been phenomenal later on in the season. But as as um, Terry just said, the um, December meeting at Belnaring, they had three thousand customers there that day, and that was a huge success. I think the weather was probably perfect. And then we had, as we said, the Buchan meeting and the Detarang meetings and the, uh, the Tambo Valleys were amazing meetings they just um the the local community got behind those events and i would say the uh bucken meeting was probably uh the second biggest one there the uh, the only other one that would have been bigger was the first one after the um uh bushfires down there yes we we uh we also noticed um the members um, at Belnaring really supported us this year and I've never seen so many locals 
um, at the at the Bell and Erring races as occurred this year. They really supported us, um, business houses and and the the general public from Bell and Erring and surrounding areas looked after us. Well, I think that might be the case with the locals coming out more than what they had in the past because, you know, we had the lockdown and they were looking for somewhere to go. So um, and I think in most cases the local community uh, really got behind picnic racing this season. Terrific. We'll talk uh, more about different topics in just a moment. RSN 927. It's our picnic racing panel today on RSN, and uh, with us in the studio is Terry Mulcahy from the Balnarring Picnic Race Club. We've got David Purcell from Healesville and uh, Gary Buckley from CRV. And joining us on the line is the jockey that won the uh, Riders Premiership, I think just under 50 winners. He'll tell us exactly in Sean Cooper. Sean, thank you for joining us. How many winners for you to take the title? Uh, 49, uh, I think I rode the season, yeah. Terrific, well done. Well, with us is David Purcell from Healesville, Terry Mulcahy from Balnarring, um, and Gary Buckley from CRV. Gary, you would know our guest, Sean Cooper, quite well, given you see him so many times at the picnic meetings. Well, we uh, certainly do. We see him at every picnic meeting, and we recently made the uh, presentation for the uh, previous year's uh, uh, winning rider to him there uh, this year. Uh, he um, he managed to have uh, 146 rides this year for 49 wins, 24 seconds, 22 thirds, and uh, winning prize money of 165,000, with an amazing strike strike rate of 33.5 percent. Well, there you go, Sean. I I just knew you had 49 winners. I didn't know the strike rate and the percentage that Gary told you. Can you tell us a bit about yourself for those that don't know uh, yourself, Sean? How long you've been involved in picnic riding? Uh, that was my fourth season um, this year. Um, yeah, fairly new to the circuit, but um, I've gone to every single meeting every single year, and um, yeah, absolutely love it. And I've um, seen a lot of people coming through uh, nowadays, um, trying to get their license and um, yeah, follow what I'm doing. So it seems to be growing um, since I started, anyway. Sean, it's uh, Terry Mulcahy here. Uh, congratulations on your, on your win this year and congratulations also on being the Premier Jockey at Belnaring this year. Yeah, good on you, Terry. Um, yeah, that was one of my best seasons I've had riding at Balnearing. Um I enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot, as you know. Um, we run into each other a lot, so um, Balnearing's right on my um, back doorstep, so 10 minutes from home, so uh, to... When the riders' title there was very special to me. Have you spent the twenty five thousand yet, or no? no. <laughs> Just joking. It was a nice trophy. Terry, what did he get? Did he get uh, something? Or yes, there there was a special um, plate um, that we we have uh, engraved with the uh, all the details of, of the the wins and so forth on it, which is Fantastic. which has been presented to Sean already. Well, that's great. What what can you say nice about Hillsville, uh, Sean? We've got David Purcell, the president of Hillsville. Have you had a a success there over the years, or? Yeah, I won the car Hillsville Cup there last year, and this season I won the Golden Thong, which was um, probably one of my favourite wins this season. Um, my partner um, said, "I really want you to get that Golden Thong and bring it home." She liked the trophy, so um, we set out to get that um, get that home, and, and we did it. So that it was um, really special. 
Oh, that's good. Uh, we should we should mention to your part that uh, the golden thong is not is actually the thong on the feet. We should we should mention that, don't we? Yeah, it's a it's a thong you wear on the beach, a giant rubber thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we did have some consternation at one of our annual meetings from one of our uh, older members uh, about the uh, the naming of that particular race. But uh, when we told her it was purely for promotional purposes. Uh, she uh, fully understood, so uh, yeah, but no, uh, no, it was a great achievement this year for you, Sean, and as Gary mentioned, we did make the presentation for, in fact, it was the uh, 2020 awards, I think, wasn't it, Gary? 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021 that we yeah. made at Healesville, and uh, unfortunately, we, we couldn't have our annual uh, picnic uh, presentation night due to COVID, and um, we've got it scheduled this year for the 9th, 9th of, of July. July. Yeah, down yeah. at Frankston. So, do you have a favourite track, Sean? Are there are there tracks that you love to go to to ride more than others? Uh, I really enjoy um, Bowneering Hills and Wollamai. Probably my favourites, and I always seem to have a really good season at Yay. So, um, those are probably my favourites. But they're all um, have their their quirks, and um, they're all there's not one course that's not um, unenjoyable to ride. That's for sure. I just want to play uh, some audio of Deb Weymouth. I, I spoke to her a few months ago when she returned to riding, and then we'll get your thoughts on her. Sean, Deb Weymouth, who, of course, had that horrific uh, fall but then bounced back to ride soon after, and there's no stopping her. She's going to be riding again next season. I was just o- overwhelmed by it all, and um, I didn't realise so many people um, supported me. I'm a very positive person and uh, everybody goes, oh, are you nervous? Are you nervous? No, I wasn't nervous and I rode in trials before the race and um, no, everything was good. I've done it all my life and I ride track work and I put the work in on um, the horses. So um, it's just natural that I want to ride them, you know, at the picnics when I can. Sean, I, I said tongue-in-cheek to Deb that she returned too late to make inroads on the Premiership title that you won, but what are your thoughts on one of the great characters and one of the great resilient stories of picnic racing? She is um, an inspiration, isn't she? Oh, she's dead set. Um, she'd be one of the toughest competitors um, out there, to be honest. Um, she just, um, her and her daughter, Beck, they, um, they know how to get one right, so... They're very hard to ride against, um, but Deb, yeah, she she, um, she gives us all a lot of um, <laughs> I don't know how you how you put it, but we've got a lot to catch up on if we want to be still doing it when she at her age, you know. Just before we leave it with yourself today, um, you were an extra. I know that because I was just googling information before in the studio, and it came up that you're actually listed in the credits because that's what happens when you're involved in a, a feature film. But for those that don't know, I'm not sure if our guests in the studio know, but, Sean, you were an extra in Ride Like the Girl. Is that right? Yeah, I did probably eight to ten days um, a part of um, that movie. I played William Buick at Flemington and um, got to ride around Flemington, so that was pretty cool, and um, did some stuff at Mooney Valley, and, um, no, it was awesome to be part of it. Did William Buick ever send you a an email or a text or find out, you know, given that you played him in the movie and gave his thoughts on what you did? Did he give you no. A, a rate? No. No, not at all. Like, one, you could have uh, William Buick's silks on and then 10 minutes later you can have Michelle Payne's silks on. So. <laughs> well, anyway, um, William Buick has never won a um, a cup or a golden thong, has he? So, uh, 
You, you've got that on him, eh? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Sean, congratulations on the um, on the premiership win in the in the in the picnic season. Good luck next season coming up, and thanks for joining us on RSM. We certainly appreciate. It. Well done. Thank you very much for having me. Good on Sean you. Cooper, the leading rider in picnic racing this past season, coming up soon. Don Dwyer, the leading trainer, will take our call as well. Celebrating Victoria's country racing. On RSN 927. We love our country racing. We love our picnic racing. You're with Andrew Cuse in the studio. Gary Buckley from CRV looks after picnic racing for so many years. David Purcell from Healesville, the president. And Terry Mulcahy along from Balnarring. And uh, another guest to join us soon. But, uh, Gary, I'm sure you've got a few questions of our special guests along as well. Well, uh, yes, I have, but um, I'd just like to make a comment at this particular stage in regard to our tracks out there in the, at the picnic racing. We've, um, uh, over the last couple of years, there has been a lot of work going gone into uh, the management of the tracks and the improvements of them. It's very pleasing to see that the, the three big clubs, the Woolamai, the Balnaring and the Hillsville, have um, upgraded their tracks and their irrigation systems are uh, far better than what they used to be. And um, most of the time their tracks are presented in as a good for in perfect racing condition. What about the old chestnut that's been brought up? Matt Stewart was very strong recently with an article and there's a bit of a chorus out there that picnic racing in Western Victoria or in there is a block of area of the state that feel they'd like to be joining in the party. Uh, well, that, that has been discussed. It's been The matter's been raised. But racing, um, racing Victoria has said that we have 33 picnic race meetings a season. It's not likely to be increased in the future. And if a, if a race meeting is to go from to the western part of a state, it will have to come from within the 33 race meetings. And at this stage, I don't have a club that is willing to surrender a race meeting. Well, Healesville and Balnarring are the two of the busiest clubs around, so uh, that's a talking point. Um, what do you think of the way numbers work out there, David Purcell? There are the... Power clubs are maybe the wrong term. You just race, you, you just, you know, Belnaring, Woolamai, Hillsville, you're just a busy club per se, but there are a lot of once a year clubs as well. So, what's your thoughts on the balance of the schedule in a normal year? The last two years, it's hard to compare because we've had COVID, we've had restrictions, we've had meetings lost, but what's your partake on the number of meetings, the clubs, and so on? Well, I think the balance as we've got it at the moment is, is exceptionally good. And I know the Picnic Working Group consistently look at the dates and the scheduling of races. And, of course, it does change due to the timing of Easter. So every year there's a couple of shuffling between clubs and so forth. But it does make it hard to add something else extra to the calendar because at the moment, and I'm sure Gary and, and even Terry will agree, it is a very tight schedule at the moment and uh, for all the clubs to uh, to continue with their current race numbers, it uh, it would be disappointing for any of the, the clubs to lose a race meeting, I think. I agree completely there. The, uh, the, the balance at the moment, I believe, between the three big clubs, um, Belnaring, Hillsville, Woolamai, I think we all have six race meetings, and it, it balances out quite nicely through the year, and then you've got Yay and the other clubs that have only had one meeting, 
you just can't fit any more in in the way the season is running now. And picnics do rely on where they sit, don't they, Gary, in terms of local footy and local sport? So you can't push too far in, can you, either way at the end? And, and there's something about picnic racing that doesn't sort of lend itself to freezing cold conditions, does it? No. Most of our... Well, most all our, all our um, uh, meetings have limited undercover. But once football season starts, that is the finish of crowds attending because it's all local um, uh, customers... Uh, not like all, but a lot of local customers, and they rely on a lot of volunteers that they're from their local community. So it is very difficult. If we had between the October um, Cox Plate Day and Easter, if we had another four or five Saturdays in there, we'd be very happy and we wouldn't have to have the um, Sunday meetings. But, uh, you know, there's only uh, 52, 52 um, Saturdays in the year. So we're very conscious of how we program our meetings uh, and we work with in close proximity with the clubs on these particular issues. Yep, I agree there, Gary. Um, we, we can't go any further or deeper into the into the year uh, than, than Easter. Um, as you said, with the football clubs, we use one of the football clubs. They, uh, they come in and do the clean-up after the races at Belnaring. And uh, you, we would just lose that uh, those people there if if we went any further uh, later in the year. I think also too by their nature, picnic racing is a picnic atmosphere, and uh, the sort of warmer weather does lend itself to that type of uh, picnic and the warm weather. So. Yeah. Speaking of warm weather, he's now moved to far north Queensland. It just goes to show uh, if you've lost five or ten bucks to Peter Bon over the years, you've helped uh, him move up there to Queensland. But, of course, he does risk things on track. But the reason we want to have, have a chat to Peter Bon is because Fran, his partner, for so many years has looked after what has been a key part of picnic racing. We might mention that picnic racing is racing how it used to be, the quaintness and so on. But like everything, social media is so important these days. All the interviews that I do, uh, the picnic uh, website puts them up. They retweet it, the audio. Now with Peter Bon up there in Queensland with Fran, what does that mean going forward? We'll get Gary Buckley's thoughts in a moment. But Peter Bon, how are you? Yeah, very good, Andrew. Very good. I'm not sure whether people just yet have fathomed the work that Fran does and uh, it's going to be hard to run a picnic website and social media from up there in far north Queensland. So, so what happens at this stage to that uh, that Twitter account and the social media? Oh, no, we're still still doing that. She's still doing that. Um, Are you, so you're going to do it next season? Yeah, yeah she's still been doing all that work. We're still, you know, adding the things to the website and um, whatever. So it wasn't a permanent move. Um, this is just um, a get-out-of-Melbourne winter. Oh, so you'll be backfielding come... Uh, Come the picnic season again, will you? Oh, I won't be backfielding. I actually um, sold my on-course licence and I just do the online now. Right. Gary, uh, did you want to say hi to Peter Bond, who's moved up to far north Queensland? How about that? Yes. Hi, Peter. I'm glad yeah. you're coming back for the season, Peter. I, uh, I was under the impression... What, you got a ticket still to cash, do you? Or... <laughs> I was under the impression, like several other people, that uh, you'd moved per- permanently up there. No, we hadn't moved permanently, although the weather's pretty good up there and um, 
along you up there, you do start to wonder why you head back to Melbourne. Yes, well, we look forward to um, Fran um, uh, doing all of all the bits and pieces that she does because your the picnic racing website is an amazing site. The the number of uh, photographs that are on there from most of the picnic race meetings is an outstanding and an, oh, I'd hate to think how many photos are up on that site. Yeah, Fran's got to be congratulated, Peter. She does a fantastic job and has done over the last few years. And uh, certainly from Hillsville's point of view, we appreciate her efforts. And I know any time I've contacted her to get a photo or to get something that uh, we can use for publicity, she's been more than welcoming. So, uh, no, pass on uh, my thanks to her for, for what she's done and what she's hopefully going to do in the future. Peter, what were your highlights of the season? What were your thoughts? And given you so far away, normally in the studio with us to do this panel chat, uh, Gary can't reach over and give you a whack on the shoulder. So what were your positives and negatives from the past picnic season? Oh, put me on the spot. Um, I, I think the one thing I did keep getting surprised about was the odds the bookmakers kept putting up about our number one jockey, who's really a professional-grade jockey riding at the picnic. Seemed to win the first race of almost every mini, uh, meeting, and I'd look at look at the price, and these bookmakers had served up four or five dollars. I couldn't believe it. Who are you talking about, Sean? Yeah, yeah we, we just spoke to Sean Cooper too, yeah. So, yeah, um, hopefully his family and friends all uh, agree with you and followed the lead there. But um, so you were you were unders on him every race, were you? Oh, well, I, I wasn't there in betting on him, but um, right. yeah, I was just sort of looking at the results and being surprised at how they keep doing it. But I think what happens is you look at the form of the race, and I've often said this at the picnics that it's not really. Um, a horse race in many instances it's a jockey race unlike what happens with the professionals there can not be a lot between the jockeys at the professionals but at the picnics um, quite often there's a bit of a distance between you know range of jockeys and uh, you can think you need to think longer and harder about the jockeys and how they're going to run the race than the actual form of the horse in my experience, but I did think I'd get to a couple of picnics up here as well. Um, we haven't, we haven't as yet. We've just been a bit busy, but um, I thought I might check the circuit up around this way. That's all right. It takes a while to get the temperature adjusted to your pool and uh, the games room <laughs> as well. Uh, Terry, um, did you want to say hi to Peter Bond? I know you saw Pe- him recently up there yeah, as well. So, Peter, yeah. Peter, good to see you or hear from yeah, you. Um, and I agree with you about Sean Cooper. Just the way he sits on a horse, he. Um, He's got a wonderful seat on a horse, and uh, people say to me, or friends will come to the races at Belnaring, they'll look for a tip, and I just always say to them, back Sean Cooper. Yeah, he'll end up a bit like what happened in the Bodie days, where eventually his price just comes up too short, and he ends up under the odds all the time, but... Yes. Peter, what about uh, betting? Because even if there's a big crowd, it doesn't always translate if they're a punting crowd, but in terms of what you saw over the last season or so? Are, are people keen punters again at picnics or just there to have fun and enjoy the day? Or oh, I don't think that's really changed, Andrew. Um, you know, they get along there, the social part of picnic racing and betting just seem to go hand in hand. Quite different, I might add, from what goes on in the online. It's a bit of an eye-opener to me, um, 
spent many years just dealing with on-course patrons and cash and, you know, the um, happy-go-lucky attitude of um, picnic racing punters. But uh, quite, quite a contrast to the online and what goes on there. Peter, great to chat to you, but almost just as important to, to find out that Fran's going to continue to do that uh, social media, and that's fantastic. So we look forward to that next season with all the photos, all the retweets, all the all the coverage, because that is essential going forward for picnic racing. Enjoy the time up there in Queensland. Your friends back here in Victoria look forward to when you're back here for the next picnic season. Thanks for taking the call, Pete. Yeah, no problems, and good talk to you, and uh, great to hear things are still going well. Peter Bond there, long-time picnic bookmaker and, of course, though, uh, no licence there and uh, now is just uh, enjoying the sojourn up uh, north. Coming up soon, Don Dwyer will take our call, the leading uh, picnic trainer, and we'll also have more of a chat with our special guests in the studio. You're with Andrew Hughes back shortly with Gary Buckley from CRV, the picnic racing man, David Purcell, the president of Heelsville, and, of course, Terry Mulcahy from Balnarring. They'll be with us again shortly on RSN. Hope you can stay with us.